John here, and we've got a new sponsor, DistroKid. Now that you've finished your latest Pirate Math SpongeCore Twitch trek, it's time to get it out there so everyone can hear it. DistroKid helps musicians get their music on all the major streaming platforms, and artists keep 100% of their royalties. And because you're a high-gain listener, you get 30% off. Just go to distrokid.com slash VIP slash high gain. That's distrokid.com slash VIP slash high gain. And now DistroKid has an app. The DistroKid app is available for iOS and Android. You can download it at distrokid.com slash app or in the app and play stores. We'd like to take a minute to thank our pals over at Isotope, makers of software and plugins for audio repair, mixing, and mastering. The new gold standard of audio repair, Isotope RX11, is coming in May. Buy RX10 now on sale and get RX11 absolutely free when it's released. We use Isotope products here at the High Gain. It's an important part of how we've been able to bottle pure podcast gold week after week. High Gain listeners get 10% off using the promo code FRET10. That's F-R-E-T-1-0. That's all at isotope.com. I-Z-O-T-O-P-E dot com. Hey, this is Ed Peterson. And this is John Kiltica. And this is the High Game Podcast. The High Game Podcast, Ed. You know where I am, John? I think you're at home, right? Beautiful West Seattle. So am I. Welcome back. It's terrible. You know, 76 degrees or something. Come on. I needed at least, like, double that. (laughs) Nice 120 would be just fine. What's wrong with you? Six weeks in the desert, I loved it. Went on a bunch of hikes, did a lot of swimming, John, a lot of swimming. Swimming is good for you. Wake up, do a little swimming, you know, maybe do a little work, maybe record some podcasts, do some more swimming, that kind of thing. (sighs) Did you ever see any tarantulas? No. I think there's just a lot of, like, predatory other stuff, you know, like there's a lot of birds down there. And a lot of lizards that I think just keep those things at bay. You know, they can't get too big because the lizards will get them. Birds will get them. I'd like to think that that's what's happening. That's what I'm saying, John. Um, What do we talk about here on the high gain? Guitars and guitar-related things. Ephemera. Ephemera. Do you like that word? Dross. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's a real good one. You like that one? You know, maybe we should just have vocabulary day. Here at the high gain. You know what I'm saying? Flotsam and Jetsam. That's a band. It is? Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's a Flotsam and Jetsam band. That could be it. That's what I'm saying. It's so exciting you're back. You know, I think it's like a 20-some hour drive. Cannonball Run style? (laughs) Yeah, exactly that style. (laughs) I'd like to think that just no one's out there that it's a wasteland because everyone is staying home, and that's just not the case. It is here. Really? Viewers might remember that our bridge here to West Seattle is broken. Yep. So there's a whole lot less moving around going on out here on the peninsula. Yeah, there are no upsides to everything going on right now. That's right. But 
we've had this preemptive work from home thing where people have adjusted to like not having to go into offices. So my commute would be probably two hours to go 10 minutes with the bridge being down. I have, in your absence, gone to the dentist a couple of times. Oh, great. And taking the long backwards workaround to get to Seattle proper from West Seattle. Yeah. It was an hour and a half. Yeah, and that's with no traffic. You know, there's not a lot of people working in the downtown core right now. All those little back roads to get around are clogging up. Exactly. So imagine if people were actually going back to work. Fuck. Bad. No thanks, John. I love you whether or not you love me. Beverages, Ed. Uh, that's that's. Uh, is, is it Howard Jones? Yes, Hojo. Hojo. <laughs> Hojo from 1985. Yeah, going back to the 80s today. Oh, great! I like the 80s. I suppose. What are you drinking, Ed? Oh my gosh, John! My coffee's basically gone. But my main reason for coming home was because I knew there was a bunch of orca beverages waiting for me yeah pedal to the metal cannonball run style jackie gleason burt reynolds yep and you know what i have what it's crazy out of orca beverage company a dragon tail energy drink Ooh. it's lightning cola with tea and it contains 180 milligrams of caffeine is that a lot? It's enough that it says children and pregnant women and, you know, fidgety people shouldn't drink this stuff. <laughs> Did you say fidgety people? <laughs> I don't know. I don't have my glasses on, so I'm just... <laughs> people sensitive to caffeine is what it says. Yeah, fidgety people. Yeah. What flavor is it? It's like a soda, but a little like green tea kind of thing, maybe? Huh. Yeah. Orca beverage does not disappoint. No, no. What about you? What are you drinking? I've got blue balls. <laughs> but what are you drinking? See what I did there? Yeah. <laughs> it is a blue glass bottle of balls. Uh-huh. Balls Guarana original. Guarna? Guarna? Yeah. Is that what it is? I think so. When I say balls, I mean... B-A-W-L-S. Is it an Orca beverage? It is not. Monica got me this. It's a lovely blue glass. Yeah. This product contains high levels of caffeine. Oh! Not a significant source of other nutrients. <laughs> All it says is Guarna Original. No indicator of a flavor. So, okay, here I go. I don't even know what to call that. 
chemically yeah medicinal yeah i mean if it's like that energy drink taste i know what you're saying it's ridiculous yeah my thing is like it's a dragon tail energy drink it's like a lightning cola john you're just drinking chemicals we've got our caffeine going yes you know what that pedal was that is a solid gold effects electroman modulated delay pedal Man, I don't even recognize half the words you just said. What is it? The company is Solid Gold FX. Oh, Solid Gold FX. The pedal is the Electroman. Okay. The kind of pedal is a modulated delay. Ooh, that's cool. Yeah, you know, so it does stuff. It sounds great. It does. As always, it's going through the 1981 DRV pedal, our go-to for that overdriven yet can still hear the guitar. Guess what? We're going back to Rickenbacker, California. Oh, I love it over there. Yeah. I sort of know what that guitar is. Isn't it like a solid body though, right? No. Oh, it's not. You can be forgiven for thinking that, Ed. Oh, okay. Our man Roger Rossmeisel, remember him? Oh, I remember Raj. You kidding me? Oh, Raj? What's he up to? I don't know. He's doing stuff. From the beyond. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. 1927 to 1979, Roger. Ran out of some money drinking right like went back to germany am i pulling relevant facts about mr ross Meisel? roger loved him the fast life yeah and ended up burning through it so fast his mother had to buy him a plane ticket back to germany you burn it at both ends baby you're gonna leave a pretty corpse right that's what rog was all about <laughs> yeah great okay <laughs> cool Cool. Yeah, not me. Not me. <laughs> You're going to leave a desiccated mess out there in the desert. We've had dross, desiccated. You're just dropping all the 50 cent words on us. I know all the good words. Yeah. From here on out, maybe dumb it down just a touch. Okay, cool. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, in 1958, Rickenbacker launches what they called then the Capri series of guitars. Okay. The first of those models was the Rickenbacker 325. Okay. Viewers might know that as the guitar that John Lennon played in the early, early days. Semi-hollow? It does not have an F-hole in it, though. I don't know if that sounds particularly like there's open space in there. But there is. But there is, yeah. Okay. It was a short scale guitar, 20 and three quarter inches. The 325. Yeah, three quarter body, short scale neck. So it's a little guy. Mm -hmm. That's what Roger designed as part of the Capri series. Great. You know, then Roger was like, peace out, fools. Sure. And he splits in 62. Sure. And he goes over to Fender. Where he makes the, uh, the not Corona, not the, <laughs> the, uh, the COVID. The Fender COVID. Yes. No. No. The, the, the... <sighs> Cordoba? <laughs> What's he make? Coronado. Yes, that one is what he makes, right? 
those didn't work out too well. But yeah, yeah, among other things, he did some acoustics as well. And yeah, that was our man Roger over at Fender. Yep, he's big on the German carve, Roger. Yes. That's his deal. He enjoyed himself a fine German carve. Sure. You kidding? Where's the guy from? Germany. Exactly. After Roger splits, they introduce what they call the 320. Oh, okay. A variation on that theme. It's about five less, I would say. It's five less. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Rickenbacker, do they do a thing where like the 360 is more fancy than the 330, right? Yeah. I mean, if you're talking binding and stereo outputs, sure. Yeah. The five in 325 mm-hmm. indicates a tremolo. Oh, okay. So there would be a trem arm on it. Right. That's what I was trying to establish, John. Do the numbers match appointments? You're saying the five designates tremolo. Yeah. Is that across the board, do you think? Maybe. (laughs) Classic high gain right there. That's right. (laughs) So later on, we got to jump quite ahead here. Mm -hmm. Now we're in 1985. 1985. Yeah. You've got big hair. I had the big hair. Poofy hair in the 80s. Um, Don't mess with Texas. What do you mean? What do you mean? What do I mean? Just in 1985, you weren't supposed to mess with Texas? That's right. Uh, That slogan was thought up as part of an anti-littering campaign in Texas. No shit. Really? Is that what that's from? That is exactly what that's from. Huh. That is not what I would have thought. I spun you clear around, man. You did. Because I picture it like they're just fucking assholes. And don't mess with them because they'll shoot you. We are the world. Was that 85 too? Yeah. Man, everybody was making videos. Maybe we should do that. Guess what, Ed? Mm. New music by the Psychedelic Furs. Have you heard it? Oh, no, I haven't. Does it sound like 80s Psychedelic Furs? It's 30 years later. What are we going to do? Yeah. It sounds like what they would do. Hmm. But in a pretty good way. It's not like, oh, fuck this shit. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I've been listening to 100 Gex. You ever listen to them? No. I'm looking them up right now on Wikipedia. Music duo electronica avant pop hip-hop rock ooh nightcore nightcore whoa they seem like an american white trash version of like the antwerp <laughs> it's sick everyone get out there and listen to 100 gex you heard it from ed he's back in town laying it down that's a good baseline thing of like john and ed where are they coming from who are these guys john simple minds ed <laughs> 100 gex simple minds <laughs> the psychedelic furs not simple minds that's john's shit right there yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> is that unfair that's great you did one recommendation and i did one recommendation okay i'm just saying you're a big p furs fan own it yeah. <laughs> pretty in pink john pretty in pink in this context, with the PFERS and the Don't Mess with Texas and all this stuff we've been talking about, yes, comes the guitar in 1985 that I am holding in my hand. Oh. This, Ed, is the Rickenbacker 350. Not better than a 325. It's just different. Yes. Okay. Take the 325, put a full-scale neck on it. Oh. Dig it? 
Okay. So now it's got a regular 24 and three quarter inch scale neck. So it plays like a regular boy on the same small body. Okay. It's got three pickups on it. The single coil toaster top pickups, two volume, two tone, pickup selector, and a blend knob. It's still got the three pickups, right? You said that? Yes. Okay. Let's do our thing we do, Ed. Okay. If I go trebtacular, then I get something like... You can make that thing more jangly than that, right? Let me use this blend knob and see if that does anything. Yeah, okay. If we go bass time... on some of that put everything kind of back in the middle just kind of like at some reasonable place it's got that kind of rickenbacker punch you put a little of that drv on there yeah great What are you doing? I just put on everything on my board. Woo! That was the 1981 DRV pedal into the jhs supreme fuzz pedal sure into the mantic flex pro 2 a classic into the tremolo by right sounds oh into the electro harmonics oceans 11 into the old blood noise endeavors dark star wow oh yeah and then into the solid gold effects electro man modulated delay that's just perfect tone that's just like a creamy tone you just laid down there you know what i'm saying <laughs> Creamy tones. Yeah. That regular overdrive thing seems to really do well for the Rickenbacker sound. You know who played this and eventually had a signature model? Susanna Hoffs of the Bangles. Huh. Okay. She enjoyed the fact that it had the full scale neck on the smaller body. Yeah. You know who used the 325, the John Lennon one, for all live shows from like the 80s until 2003? Tell me. Maurice Gibb of the Bee Gees. <laughs> so when you said until 2003, would that be when we lost him? Okay, hold on. I'm going to look that up. Oh, uh, Ed. Yeah. We lost him. I know we lost him, John. When did we lose him? 2003. Oh, okay. There's a Barry Gibb and Maurice, and what's the other one? Oh, Robin. And then the first one to, to go was Andy. Yeah, the youngest, right? Yeah. Wow. 58 to 88. Whew. He died when he was 30? <sighs> I had no idea. Beautiful corpse. Just immaculate, this thing. The hair on this kid? <laughs> it was a time for hair, too, man. Buried in Forest Lawn Memorial Park in Hollywood Hills in Los Angeles. Lovely place for a picnic. Okay, so this thing's got some players. One of the Gibb boys, Maurice. Yeah. Rickenbacker has this thing where there are some Rickenbacker shapes I really like, 
And there are some I just don't. And I do not like this one. I don't like the sharper angles on the horns, you know? They call that the half moon shape? Yeah, I don't like it. Like, I really like the rounded 360. Yes. A lot. That is my jam. You know what I noticed about these pickups, Ed, and this overdrive, this DRV? Yeah. The Rickenbacker reacts very nicely to touch. Hear that lovely chord? It sounds beautiful. Now, if I hit it, there goes the overdrive. That's kind of cool. That's great. Hell yeah, John. They made these into the 90s. Okay. Uh, Not much past that before they started putting suffixes on them, like V for vintage or 63 to reference the year that John Lennon first bought his. Mm. There was one called, I think, the Liverpool. These are very, very closely associated with the Beatles, and I guess that makes sense. Sure. In any event, this one is no longer made, the 350. What years was it made? Introduced in 85, let's say by 95 or late 90s at the most. It was gone. Ten years. You can just say, I don't know. I can't just say, I don't know, (laughs) because I went to the Wayback Machine on the internet. Okay. Where you can go to versions of websites from years past Mm -hmm. and as far back as i could go on the rickenbacker site was 1996 okay and then i could find no reference past that on their website Mm -hmm. but by the same token i couldn't find something that said this guitar is now discontinued Mm. i stopped finding references to it after that does that mean i don't know kinda kinda I just don't want the I don't know statement to imply that I didn't look. Oh, no, John, of course. Everyone knows you're doing your homework. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Where'd you get that 350 from, John? Friend of the show, GW, so-called because he wishes to remain largely anonymous. Largely anonymous. Thank you very much. Friend of the show, GW. Cool. You know what I've been doing for like three weeks? What? I've been taking guitar lessons from Nick Reinhardt. How's that been? Friend of the show, Nick Reinhardt. Yes. It's been great. I'm three lessons in, and the thing is, I've been playing guitar for 30 years, and I didn't know how to play the major scale and the minor scale, and, you know, I don't know any scales. I knew the pentatonic, and I know, like, stuff, and it's just interesting getting that baseline theory that I just didn't know. Right. It's been fun. Nick Reinhardt, guitar lessons at gmail.com. I think that's right. Just a little shout out there to Nick. I've learned some stuff that's been super helpful. Oh, great. Yeah. If you can absorb just some percentage of what you're taking in, that's great. Yeah. And we do it all over uh, Skype. And so I just record them and I can go back through and just rewatch it. So if you're looking for guitar lessons, you could do worse than Nick Reinhardt. I'm just saying. Absolutely. Hey, what else is going on on the internets, Ed? Oh, man. High gain internets? Yeah. There's like various pictures on the Instagram and the Facebooks and, you know, the Twitter's full of me accidentally not switching over to my personal account and (laughs) dropping political bombs on (laughs) the high gain (laughs) 
We got YouTube videos going up everywhere. Crazy stuff, John. Yeah, and we are, of course, on all the other places that you need to be. The Pinterest, the LinkedIn. Somehow I forget the Pinterest and LinkedIn. We're all over the place. Oh, yeah. Please leave a review. We'd love it. Yeah. Follow us anywhere you want. It's up to you. There's no pressure here. We're not high-pressure sales guys. We have Reverb affiliate links now. You could click on those. Buy John and Ed a cup of coffee. That's cool. Yeah. Great. Ed, I want to again welcome you home. Beautiful West Seattle. You going to come back next week? I'm going to be here. All right, then, Ed. Okay, I'll talk to you later. Okay, see you, Ed. Bye. Bye.